Hey, this is Brandon Crouch from the Appetite for Discussion show, and you are listening to the Southern Fried Philosophy show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast, where it's two guys take on life, liberty, and the pursuit of gravy, and you, the listener, are getting a degree in common sense. We are broadcasting from the Busted Knuckle Studio right here in beautiful downtown historic Concord, North Carolina. I'll be your host, Biggin, and how about you? We've got a great show lined up for you, as always, but before we begin, let me introduce you to the second half of this flaky biscuit. That's right, I am talking about the pride of Anderson, South Carolina, but most of you probably know him best as the Silver Tongue one, the 2016 defending national champion himself, the inventor of the redneck egg roll. Give it up on old mic number one, it's Mojo! (laughs) What did the one casket say to the other casket? I have no idea. Is that you coughing? Hey, no. uh, hey, thanks for listening to the Southern Fry Philosophy Podcast. You can find us on the iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeart, Spotify, Pocket Cast. Pretty much anywhere you listen to a podcast, yeah. you can find us there. Just search uh, Southern Fry Philosophy. Uh, we should pop up there, the old yellow logo with red writing. Uh, give us a subscribe, a like, a review. Uh, share those favorite episodes. That's the most important thing right there. Uh, you can also go to our website at southernfryphilosophy.com, our Facebook page page of Southern Fry Philosophy, our Twitters and Instagram, SFP, uh, SFP Radio, and uh, what else we got for us? I guess Patreon, what's our Patreon? Like? Yeah, our Patreon, uh, patreon.com forward slash SFP Radio, and if you would like to be part of the SFP family, we would love to have you. You can become a member just by signing up, giving us 5 15 or $20 a month. We would greatly appreciate it. We need things like new microphones, and by goodness, good gravy, we need a new laptop. Uh, this thing it's on its last leg Chief. i'm telling speech, you speech lessons for me so. <laughs> it is awful um so you can go check out our link also it's on the uh southernfriedphilosophy.com website just click on that link and you can join the family we want to say thank you and shout out to our new listeners from hurricane west virginia montezuma georgia mm. and hollywood florida all of them our natural disasters. I, I would love to know where Hurricane West Virginia is. <laughs> we, I, I mean, just I, I love West Virginia. I love West Virginia. Just kind of curious where it would be. Yeah. At, so. In studio with us, we have got uh, Marty McFly. Thank you for joining. Thank you for having me. All right. And uh, so we've got some, some good things to, to cover for this show. I'm going to ask you like I ask you every week, Mojo, I be darn. I'm great, but man, um, I knew I, w- I would swore I wouldn't do this, but mm. uh, oh no, it's uh, it's cornstarch time of year already. Already, it is it is blistering hot. Do you go for the cornstarch or the gold bond? Um, I go for cornstarch because um, hmm. you can get ten boxes for a dollar. Okay, so you know, and it lasts a while. But y'all, that gold bond menthol under <laughs> under, underneath the twig and berries. Hey, uh, buddy. <laughs> There ain't nothing yeah. like it. I am telling you what. I just I do the old cornstarch. Mm. Marty, any? Uh, no secret remedies there. No, no you, just, just, you just let her go. Let her roll, see what happens. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Hey, so how you be doing? I'm good. Uh, we had uh, celebrated Memorial Day. Mm-hmm. We had a good time with that. Did you guys do anything special? Uh, we cooked out some burgers and dogs and mm-hmm. uh, sat back and had a few adult beverages, but that was pretty much it. I mean, we just yeah. it was kind of relaxed. Yeah. 
Yeah, pretty much the same. A uh, couple days of grilling, a couple days of hanging by the pool. Um, God bless. So it wasn't too bad. Uh, we had the the kid and then the the, the little brother. Um, they they have now formed the the uh, holy terror an alliance an alliance that is just I love them to death. But hey, buddy, they <laughs> they have now they're now BFFs, and I can't separate them even if I wanted to. That's well, that's good. It's, it's great, that's good. I, and I and I appreciate the fourteen year old taking care of the eight year old. Oh yeah, that's, have a that's little bit such of a, break. a such a, a age difference too. Sure. You know? So uh, that's awesome. Yeah. So they they had a good time together. They played water, you know, with the water guns and the and the hose. Um, we had a great time with that. Now, the the, th- the thing about our backyard is we never went out and cleaned it up. So there's rocks in the mm-hmm. middle of our yard. Right. There's broken glass that we have no idea Horseshoes where that came from. Horseshoes from 1870. You're right. I mean, no telling what's underneath there. So they'd be playing in the water, and all of a sudden, ow. Ow! I'm like, oh, what happened? I got cut. I'll just throw it over there and keep playing. All right. Have you been updated on your tetanus? Yeah. Well, one of them has, so there's that. So that's good. <laughs> it's a 50-50 <laughs> shot. But it was good. We, uh, my, my wife made homemade ice cream. Oh, wow. Yeah. I haven't had that in a long time. Dude, we did the same thing Monday. Oh, well, did you? Yeah, uh, Memorial Day, we uh, had homemade ice cream as well. What, what uh, kind of, of, what's your fla- favorite flavor? Uh, we did strawberry Monday. Okay. Uh, one, wow. of my, one of my buddies uh, came over, brought his kids, and as a surprise, he brought the maker, all the ingredients. So nice. I mean, it was, it was, not, it was not, I had two bowls of it. I mean, it was, very cool. It was very nice. My wife will make uh, peach ice cream peach my oh, yeah. from peaches from Georgia, mm-hmm. which, hey, buddy. This uh, this last go around, we did uh, cookies and cream, but she used the Borden's whole chocolate milk. Hmm. Y'all, good stuff. Y'all. Now, who sacrificed their Oreos for the cookies part? Oh, uh, we just bought extra, so we had our own <laughs> right. bag, and then we could just you know you know sacrifice those. But y'all, have you had the Borden's whole chocolate milk? I have not. Good. I mean, Stop on the way itself, home. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's so good. I tell you what, so there's, some, there's actually a couple of local dairies that make chocolate milk, mm. and they get it's the full fat. You got to shake it because it's got mm-hmm. all the cream on top. Oh, yeah, yeah. but that's some good chocolate milk. I'll, I'll check out the Borden's chocolate milk. It's I'm, good a, I'm stuff. a chocolate milk fiend. Are you? Yeah, I love it. Um, one of our our um, questions of the week, ask us anything, was from Ryan Ray. Speaking of things to drink, what's y'all's favorite beer? Marty, beer. I'll let you go ahead and start this out. <laughs> Dude, that, I mean, that could take a whole podcast. Uh, mm. uh, I, I'm an IPA guy for the most part. Okay. Um, I do uh, really enjoy a good full-flavor IPA. Um, I, I'm not going to name one particular one just okay. because I am in the industry. Sure, and I understand. be self-serving to name one of my own. And right. It might make some other people angry if I name somebody else's. Okay, I understand. But, uh, I'll, so I'll stick with styles. Uh, IPA is one of my favorite. I do love a really good sour. Okay. And uh, lately, those have become popular. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's hot. That yeah. kind of mm-hmm. helps a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did not enjoy the IPAs when I first started, but I'm actually the hotter it gets, the more I'm like, eh, I'm going to lean over to that All side right. a little bit more. What about you? Um. Well, uh, on my diet, because mm-hmm. um, I try to, st- I, I when I do the keto, you know, and I, keto people are annoying because you hear them talk about it, it's like CrossFitters <laughs> and, and, ve- and vegans, you know. But uh, my when I'm on the diet, I drink Mick Ultra because it's only like two carbs of beer, mm. so that I, so I save all my carbs up. That way, I could at least have you know twenty of it, twenty tens. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, nice. but no, I, I do enjoy the IPAs. I 
I tend to I, I like the the thicker beers. I mm-hmm. like the stouts, uh, the porters, um, imperial stouts are probably my favorite. Um, I do like the Doppelbox, things like that. But mm-hmm. and also this time of year the Kolsch's. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I'll drink almost anything. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, I mean, I, I'm not going to discriminate. It's a, it's just I have my you know if I'm going to go buy something for myself. Yeah, but I mean, if I walk into your house and you offer me a beer, I'm probably going to drink it. Sure. Sure, absolutely, yeah. I mean, each one of those styles, I probably could tell you a favorite one of those beers. But the problem now, the beer is just that there's so many, so many companies out there now. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. When I went to Texas, I was just some, I was impressed to see a brewery in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and pumping out some good stuff. Yeah. So, I um, have you had the Goose Island Bourbon County Stout? I have not had that one yet. No. That is by far my most favorite beer. It it's so thick. You can compare it to Mrs. Butterworth's like but, like, syrup, like oil almost. syrup. Yeah, almost. yeah, okay. it's well, syrup's so a better thick. comparison. Than yeah, than motor oil, um, <laughs> and it it's got so much flavor. So it and it only comes out once a year, and you can only buy one bottle per person um, when you go to the store because they're so limited. Yeah. So I'll go in, I'll buy one and leave. My wife will go in and buy one and leave, and then we'll we'll go to like four or five different just stores. Carry, just carry a bunch of like disguises. Yeah, like little look now, little mustache man, mustache man. Uh, but by the time I go through, then they forget, and then I just go back. And then, but I mean, it's so sought after. They 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 limit on how much you can get. Wow, so it's that rough. Was, that wasn't me. That was my twin brother Daryl that just came <laughs> my other brother Daryl. It's like the minions. <laughs> now that's the really fat one back there. He's, he's coming in next. Um, so anyway, that's that's my favorite beer. So that was a question from our listener and Patreon. Uh, Ryan Ray, so appreciate that. Um, well, you brought up the bourbon beer. Yeah. Um, our friends over at uh, Cabarrus uh, Brewing today just picked up some barrels from uh, Southern Grace Distilleries. Okay. So I'm kind of interested to see what's going to happen mm. with that. So yeah. They, uh, I don't know what their plan is. I just kind of saw the social media post. But it, well, they're either going to age some beer. Or they looked at too many Pinterest posts. Yeah. And they're going to make some, <laughs> make some big flower pots. Yeah. <laughs> some furniture. Somebody, some, somebody's wife wanted uh, four chairs for the table. Have the you bourbon. seen those? Those are legit yeah. looking. Yeah, they are pretty they're cool. They're really cool. Yeah. I've got a buddy, um, Kentucky Nose. If you're in Frankfurt area, go check out uh, Kentucky Nose or check him out on the website, KentuckyNose.com. He does bourbon barrel coffee, but then he, he also makes a lot of furniture out of the bourbon. And our the light that we have hanging out in our dining room is actually made by him from bourbon barrels. So um, it's, yeah, a, it's a nice cool light, spot. too. Yeah. So let's go to some wacky news brought to you by Webmerized. If you need a clean, crisp website, go check out our friends at Webmerized.com. That's Webmerized.com. Uh, owners of Noah's Ark Replica are suing insurer over flood damage. The irony. The irony. Now, this is, is this the one up in Kentucky? The one in Kentucky. They are suing their insurer because the, uh, the road getting to it uh, had intense rain on it on 2017 and 18, and it made the harsh terrain dangerous to get things in and get people in. So they sued. Uh, they had a million dollars worth of damages. The insurance company said that they were not going to cover one million dollars worth of damages. So they are now suing them because of the rain. 
Insurance said uh, you should have followed the plans. <laughs> <laughs> you should have done a better parking yeah. lot. This is only uh, ninety cubits, not eighty. Oh yeah. So the damage was to the parking and infrastructure to get to, to the get facility, to not the actual the arc. actual ark, right? Okay, okay. But it is a, a replica of the new, the Old Testament ark, five hundred and ten foot wooden ship, straight out of the Old Testament. Um, I mean, it's a massive, massive ship. Will but, it uh, float? Well, clearly it will. I mean, if it's it's done it once, it'll probably do it again. Yeah, but that that was Noah's. I'm talking about this one. Yeah, the other sure. the, the, Noah's was. I'm pretty sure Noah's was divinely blessed. I mean, throw a couple of John Snow boards on that bad boy in Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> Look at, I mean, that looks like it would float. Yeah, I know. yeah. I mean, it, it looks like it could be paper mache from. Oh, well, that is true. That is true. <laughs> but the irony. I thought I that was that. funny. No, I, I, yeah, absolutely, it's like. It's almost like it's almost like God thumbed their nose at them and said, "Yeah, you know, <laughs> you think you got something special there, do you? Hmm. Let me show you. Let me show you this. Uh, all right, here's the another one. A traveler is fined fifteen thousand dollars for smuggling thousands of live leeches into a Canadian airport. Um, a traveler was caught with five thousand leeches in his luggage, fined fifteen thousand dollars by trying to get into Canada." Um, he was carrying uh, these leeches because he's stating that it's for bloodletting. Medicinal purposes. And medicinal mm. purposes, yeah. Um, evidently, these things can actually be sold on the black market for $20 a pop, estimating probably about $100,000 of commercial uh, and of revenue if you sold them commercially. Um, oh, y'all, I mean, I wouldn't want to be on the airplane with – Fifteen thousand leeches, or five thousand leeches. Well, I mean, I know people. What happens that, if they get out? I know people that like if a bug flies by them, mm. they, they itch for like thirty minutes, thinking a bug's crawling on them. Could you imagine some lady mm. like that that's on the plane with that dude, and then mm. finds out he had like ten thousand leeches? I mean, she's probably showering like I'm every just waiting thirty for the, minutes. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the drug cartel to get in, in this, and they're gonna be like, you know what? We can have our mules take this anally. <laughs> <laughs> Ow! Swallow this balloon tube full of uh, <laughs> full of leeches. Yeah, oh, but how is bloodletting still a thing, y'all? Like, it's still a thing, man. How, like, have we not learned that there's no such thing as bad blood? Like, well, but they um, the mm. leeches do a little bit different. Like the bloodletting, it was just like that's why it killed Washington. I believe. Yeah, they, they they basically just lacerated them so many times where. He just they lost he lost too much blood, mm. so the leeches actually recirc the body, or recirc the blood back to the system. So that's yeah they they take the platelets and put the blood back or something yeah like that. Something, something, something weird yeah, like that yeah. Yeah. some anticoagulant in their saliva right that's what it's saying. But I thought we were past that, y'all. Mm. I mean, do you guys watch Game of Thrones? I mean, there was, no, this, there I, mean was this, I haven't seen this. I haven't yeah, seen the episode. Well, there was a scene a couple seasons ago where Spoiler like this alert. this witch <laughs> was using uh, dude's blood to cast mm. a spell. The way mm. she extracted the blood was with a leech. Mm. So maybe it's a whole witchcraft thing. Maybe yeah. they're, maybe they're, they're extracting witches. blood and then they burn the leech to. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, dude, we're I'm taking, just throwing something out there. We're using leeches and we're using tilapia skin <laughs> to, to create things. <laughs> what are we using tilapia skin I can't, for? You, you you wouldn't want me to tell you oh, because Lord. you'll get you'll get embarrassed. That's not wacky. You'll get Second hand embarrassment. Oh no. <laughs> oh last but not least, a possible Bigfoot sighting reported in northeast Georgia according to a Facebook page. Where all good news comes from, uh, a suspected Bigfoot was found um in northern northeast Georgia. 
on the website Expedition Bigfoot. It's a museum in Cherry Log, Georgia. Uh, they took a picture of the foot. Let me just go ahead and go, go through this article. The, the gentleman said that he saw a large uh, seven to eight foot tall, hairy, two-legged creature with a pointed head walking along the shoulder of the road into the woods uh, around 8.30 in the morning on Monday, May 20th. They have a camera that can take a picture of the foot, but they don't have a camera when they actually see the Bigfoot. No, never. That's my problem. Y'all. Well, he, he neglected to say this big hairy fellow was carrying a, a suitcase full of Milwaukee's best <laughs> and, a, and a carton of smokes. So we salute you, Mr. Beer Man. Cut, cut off jean shorts and a tank top. This was the second uh, sighting in the past two weeks. There was also another one on Memorial Day saying that uh, the man saw a uh, Sasquatch-looking figure go through a field, kneel down at a uh, a branch where trout are present and got evidently got a fish and then walked into the woods. The second one in two weeks. Or if it's the Jack Lynx uh, rep. <laughs> Is well, this the same field where they pick mushrooms? Well, <laughs> that's a good point. I've actually uh, been at this area, Clayton, Georgia. Oh, I've been through Clayton all the time. In fact, I'm going through Clayton this are weekend. You really? yeah. I love I'll, I'll keep I'll keep my camera on me and yeah. my, my head on a swivel. Wow. GoPro, man. That way you get everything you, you see. You don't. How do they not have cameras on them? He said he stopped and looked at them for 10 minutes. Y'all. He stopped and looked at them for 10 minutes. minutes. 10 minutes. Where's your phone? Good gracious. What do you do? In 10 minutes, you could have Googled a picture of Bigfoot to make sure it was him. <laughs> I think 10 minutes, you could have downloaded an app and hand, scratch, uh, hand sketched him on your phone there, too. So. <laughs> Here is breaking news from the actual uh, guy that saw him. This thing was 10 foot tall. He had beautiful hair. And I said, get away from here. <laughs> get. Get. And he went right back out that path again. <laughs> I can't get enough of that guy. I love him so much. Uh, anyway, so if you have any Bigfoot sightings, please just, you know, take a picture of them. Use your camera and for crying out loud. Make sure it's not Aunt Ethel before you. Oh, uh, yeah. that would be awful. Mm. What, mm. If you, what if you posted that? It's like, uh oh, oh no I mistake. made a mistake. Yeah, no mistake. There, I don't have the article, but did you see where the U? There was a pilot that um, took pictures of UFOs uh, while he was in flight. Oh, really? Yeah, I did not. They, they. I heard the article. I heard uh, some folks talk, talking about it. But you heard the article. I heard the article. Heard some folks talking about it. Said that it was estimating traveling like two to three thousand miles an hour. It went wow. so fast, and then just stopped, and then started back again. Dang, we had to check that know. out. Yeah. Did you, did you hear that on uh, Coast to Coast? No, it was on Rick and Bubba, who was listening to Coast to Coast. Oh, okay. So there's you. that. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> but it was one of the first few times that a pilot actually took a video of it and then posted wow. it as well. We gotta find that so, video. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll have it up. up. Yeah, it's probably experimental military craft. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is a UFO. It's unidentified, but probably not the alien guy. Right, right. So, all right. Aliens wouldn't stop here. I mean, think about it. If you've got the intelligence and the technology to move from interstellar travel, are mm-hmm. you really? I mean, I mean, with the stuff we beam into space, are you going to stop here? <laughs> That's what I never understood about the Avengers. Is oh, why yeah. is he so concerned out of the entire universe? Why are you so concerned about a little planet? What is it going to do? Well, Nothing. We pissed him off. 
Well, all right, hold on. I have not seen these movies, so all right. Right. of course, we'll I haven't stop. seen Lion King either. So <laughs> we got to get on that one. All right, so we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we have some hot topics and our special guest, Brandon Crouch, for appetite for discussion. All that and more on this episode of the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast. We'll be right back. If you are in the market for a high-quality cigar for a very reasonable price, you must check out Watchman Cigars. Watchman Cigars is a family-owned business that puts the customer first with the best customer service in the business. Watchman Cigars offers the Habano for a full, spicy flavor, the Connecticut for a mild, easy-to-smoke option, and the Maduro for a strong, powerful experience. They even do specialty blends and partner with you to provide a custom exclusive line just for you. Watchman Cigars has all your cigar needs. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at Watchman Cigars 1991 or email Leon directly at Watchman underscore cigars at yahoo.com. That's Watchman underscore cigars at yahoo.com or check out the sponsors section of our website. All right, we are back. You are listening to the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast, and we have a tech update. Yes, I love technology, but not as much as you, you see. But I still love technology, always and forever, always and forever, always and forever. All right, so, by the way, that was from Napoleon Dynamite, one of the greatest movies ever made. It's been a while since I've seen that. I love that movie. I've I've got a little Boston Terrier at home, and his name's Winston, but I call him Napoleon, or (laughs) sometimes Napoleon Dynamite, because he's, you know, he thinks he's Napoleon, but he's also about as intelligent as (laughs) So, as a joke the other day, I... uh, told my wife I was going to buy him a Vote for Pedro shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and they actually make dog t-shirts that say Vote for Pedro. Oh, I'm sure. So I'm sure they do. I was like, that's pretty good. What's your favorite Napoleon Dynamite line? I love the, what are you going to do today, Napoleon? Whatever I want. God. <laughs> yeah, but I think the best thing is when they feed the llama steaks. Right. <laughs> Eat your dinner, Tina. <laughs> yeah. I love I love. Kip, where he's like, I'm going to throw this football over this mountain. <laughs> I can't get enough of that. All right. Anyway, so last week I talked about that it was my Christmas Eve, and I finally was going to get a new phone. Um, I did get the the new phone. This is the OnePlus 7 Pro. Uh, I don't know if you guys – look at how beautiful that looks. Isn't that That's very nice, man? Isn't that nice, man. Very yeah. nice phone. Uh, it has got a fluid AMOLED uh, screen. The big thing, one of the big things about this is it's a 90 hertz refresh rate. So most things are like either 30 or 60. This sucker goes to 90, nice. which means it just goes a lot smoother, quicker. Okay, so it doesn't like jump as much when you flip between screens. It's yeah. A, it's a much it's, smoother transition. Yep, okay. yep, yep. It's got three cameras on the back. It's got a wide angle lens, a regular one, and a zoom in lens. Hmm. Um, it has eight gigabytes of RAM. Uh, you can get it up to 12. Mine has 8. And then 256 gigabytes of memory. How about it? Um, I guess that's a lot. How many pictures is that? That's a lot. That's 
this laptop from that we bought from 2005 uh, <laughs> does not have nearly as much uh, memory on it. It's um, running Intel Pentium. One point five. Uh, the battery is four thousand milliamp. Uh, that's one of the fa- uh, biggest batteries out there. Um, it is a really um, big phone, six point seven inches. Which insert your joke there if you'd like to. One of the uh, one of the the features of it is the selfie camera. It goes it it go the screen goes cover to cover, so there's no watermark there's nothing in there that's going to have a little camera but it does have a pop-up camera i'm gonna look at watch that Whoop, the little pop-up selfie camera just comes right yeah. up the top nice look at that and that kind of handy dandy i think it's i the, would break that thing i off. think it's the dumbest thing known to man um well, i mean you've got to have the technology to take a picture of yourself uh, you i mean want. you have to but i will say watch if i drop it it automatically goes and it says that it's been detected that you almost you dropped it. Well, that's good. So it retracts yeah. by itself. Okay, maybe it is Brandon proof. Yeah. Yeah. So and they they dropped it. They put a uh, weight on it and it could hold up to forty pounds. Oh, so wow. I mean, it's you know it's sturdy. Little, okay. It's a little pop up camera that comes up up the top, and you know you can take your pictures and whatnot with it. Okay. And then it goes back down when you're done. I bet a week's pay my thirteen year old could break it inside of seventy two hours. Oh, there's no <laughs> doubt about that. There's no doubt about that. Um, the one thing that I, I do want to draw attention to on the OnePlus is. You don't. You can't go to like Verizon. The only one that you can go to is T-Mobile. Um, that's the only one they have a contract with. But you buy this phone outright. And for all those people that say, "I don't want to get stuck into a monthly contract," um, this one you just buy outright. It works for Verizon, AT and T, Sprint, all those. Just put your SIM card in, and you should be good to go. And what? Um, and you don't get stuck in the contract. And this is a very, very powerful phone, um, flagship phone. And the retail cost on that was seven or six ninety nine, which is yeah. really cheap for just buying a phone out outright. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, especially with those specs. I mean, those are some monster specs. It's also five G. So when five G comes out, it's ready to roll for that as well. I guess it runs on the Android system, right? It is an okay. Android phone, not an iPhone or anything like that. So it is Android, but it, it's got a very smooth operating system. Usually, what happens is if you buy a phone at Verizon. Sprint, T-Mobile, whatever. So Android, they'll you know they have their Android phone, and then Verizon will put their stuff on it, or Samsung will put their stuff on it, and then so it just it's called bloatware. It just makes it more bloated and mm. not useful. Kind so of it's kind of like the, when they bring out the chips and salsa, mm-hmm. but they add the cheese dip to it. Also, then you become more bloated. Yeah, because by the time you order your uh, your you know uh, Speedy Gonzalez. Combo times two that you, yeah you look yeah bloated. you're hurting yeah it hurts yeah, throw, a margar- throw a margarita in there and you're really <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway so this is a very light skin so it has Android and then it has a little bit of their stuff that they add to it but none of the Verizon apps or anything like that so it's a really good phone I've I've had it for a week the one thing that I would say that I'm not a hundred percent sold on is the camera. Um, it's a good camera. It's you know if if you're going to take food pics and that kind of stuff, it does great. Um, but if you really want that detail, you can take a great picture, but you have to go edit it. I did have a Pixel before, and all of that was kind of processed through the software. This you can go into the software and tweak it to make it look really good. Hmm. But um, other than that, it's it's a really good solid phone. Um, it comes with a case charger. Also, the charging uh, the battery will last all day. 
But if you charge it for 15 minutes, it goes to 100% power hmm. all the way. Wow. So it's a really quick charge. Um, so it's a good – Does it have any deal. of the uh, wireless charging technology? It does not have wireless. The, the negative piece on this is it's not wireless and it's not um, waterproof. Um, you can drop it in water. There's tests where you can, but they don't get the IP certified. And they said that would raise the price $50 per device if they added that. So they opted out of that. The wireless charging, they said, because it takes too long to charge it, they just right. went with the regular one. It is um, USB-C um, as for a charger, and there's no headphone jack, which that kind of hurt us <laughs> on the episode this week. So, um, so it's got to you know, be Bluetooth. It, everything has to be Bluetooth, yeah. I did order an, an adapter that can go on the bottom of it, and then you can plug stuff in, but... Other than that, well. Anyway, all that to say, it's it's a decent phone. If you, I may convert. I'm up. I'm actually up for changing out here pretty soon. So mine's starting to starting to slow down and actually crack the screen a little bit. Last weekend. Oh so. no! Yeah, once once that starts, man, you can it, yeah, you can goes, basically shave with your phone. Yeah. Um, the other positive thing that the company does is you can do referrals. So if you want to buy. This phone, you, you know, I can put a link out on the website. I don't care. But you can do a referral, and then you use my code, and then I get money. But then if you go to trade in your phone, you get a really good amount when they come up with an upgrade. Um, the last version, you get up to $350 for the trade-in for the new phone. So that's a really good thing. You don't get that with, any, with the yeah. others nearly as much. So you get some, but not nearly as much. Anyway, it's a good little selling so point. one good plus. Is what one this plus one is. seven pro. Yep, I feel like a pro with it. And you can only buy it at T-Mobile, so I can go in T-Mobile and be like, "I want your phone, but yep. I don't want your service." You can no, you can buy it at T-Mobile using T-Mobile. Sorry, I should have been more clear okay. on that. Or you just go to their website oneplus.com, oh, and then you well. buy it outright. It's unlocked, and they just send it to you, and you oh, okay. put in your sense. sim sim card, and you're ready to go. Hmm. If you want to look at it, though, you got to go to T-Mobile and play with it. Gotcha. The other thing, the other thing, though, but look at this. I don't know how much like how how much you guys care, but the back on this is really sexy. So I got the Nebula Blue. Nice, yeah. I mean that's that's pretty pretty. Mm-hmm. Is that named after Nebula from the Avengers? It may, it may be. Oh, it's about the same know. colors or skin. Is it? So, yeah. I had no idea about. It. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. I, I didn't think about that. It could be. Anyway, good phone. I like it. So that's the hot topic so, of that. Two thumbs up. Two thumbs up on that one. Yeah, right. I'll give you that one. Um, all right. So the other uh, issue that I want to talk about is the emotional support dog. There was an attack uh, on Delta from a quote-unquote emotional support dog uh, attacked a person, and now the person is now suing Delta and the owner for the dog, saying Delta did not check to see if, A, it was an emotional support dog, or, B, like if it had any behavioral issues on the flight. So I thought that was pretty interesting, and I wanted your your all's take on that. Well, I, I'll throw out this to start with. Um, I know as a um, business owner, I've been told that if someone comes in with a dog that's identified as a service dog, I'm not allowed to ask them to prove it. Oh, So I don't know if there's a different level of security for airplanes. I'm assuming there probably is. I mm-hmm. mean, I know I have to go through a different level oh, of security yeah. to get on a plane than I do to you know go just about anywhere else in the world. But um, I don't know. But I know as a, you know, for me, if someone comes in with a uh, dog and says, this is my service animal, I'm not allowed to ask them to prove it. Interesting. This, um, the the victim had 28 stitches um, and it lost the sensation around his face. 
Um, this dog was supposed to be the emotional support dog. Now he's going to need an emotional emotional support dog when he flies. Uh, the victim will be. Um, I think that we've gone way, way, way too far on the emotional support. Um, now, the was whole this, was animal. this animal there just because its owner was incapable of flying without the support of another being? Yeah. I mean, so that's the only reason it, the animal yeah. is there is like their anxiety is so high that they can't get on a plane without something to cuddle. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It wasn't an issue where they were blind or they were disabled and they needed a, an actual animal. They need it. They just had it as an emotional support because they were sad or anxious about flying. I mean, and most. I mean, most people handle that by stopping at the bar in the airport, <laughs> and having a couple of drinks sure. on the plane. Uh, I mean, I don't like to fly either, but I'm not going to bring my hundred pound Labrador or hundred lab, Labradoodle yeah, on, the, on the plane with me. Yeah. It was a chocolate lab pointer mix. Oh man! I mean, that's a big dog to go on a on a flight. It was going from Atlanta to San Diego, which we all know is Spanish for. Um, but I mean, that's a long flight. But y'all, I but mean, that's a big dog, and I mean, labs are some of the most gentle, sweetest animals in the world. Something had to set that thing off. I mean, I've never <laughs> met a lab that it was just a big cuddle. Yeah. Sorry, so the ADA says that you can ask um, two questions as a business owner. It says business owners and staff are only allowed to ask two questions regarding service dogs. They may ask if the dog is a service animal that is required due to a disability and what type of work or task does the dog been trained to do. You're not allowed to ask what the person's disability is. Right, and I'm not allowed to ask them to prove that it is a service dog. Like, I'm not allowed to ask them. That well, you have to prove to me that's a service dog. Well, most people who have service dogs have the draped over because, you know, service dogs are trained to work. They also they wear the cute little vests and things like that. It says, mm-hmm. do not pet, please, because they're yeah, working. You can buy one of those vests online. Oh, no, no, yeah. I, don't, sure. I, don't, I don't doubt that. But I'm just saying that, like, the people that – most people that have a service dog that's been paid for by a charity or mm-hmm. a government entity will have that credentials and stuff like that. I actually think they have the little papers and stuff that says, hey, I'm you know working dog or whatever. Hmm. So, But you'll, you'll have those jackholes who buy it off Amazon next yeah. day because they want to take it to a, a brewery or, or a restaurant or yeah. whatever. Or Home Airplane. Depot, Lowe's. Where, well, Home Depot and Lowe's allow animals. Oh, yeah. I mean, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Do you remember the story where the, the, the <laughs> was at Home Depot at the checkout line, the dog walked in, took a dump on the floor, and the owner just looked at the Home Depot worker like, are you going to clean that up? And mm-hmm. just walked off. I'm like, oh, no. I would have <laughs> oh, no. lost my job at Lowe's that day. <laughs> yeah. 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 I would have been, yeah. Somebody would have. And it's not the dog's fault. That's the owner's fault. Oh, yeah. Sure. 100%. Yeah, if the owner should have at least picked it up and cleaned it up and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but, absolutely. But why do we feel the need to take our dogs into Home Depot? Like, what are they going to do? Pick out the paint color? Like, I don't understand well, that. I will say I've I've done it. Uh-huh. Um, I've been out running errands or had my, like I've taken my okay. dog to the vet or whatever, and I'm on my way home. Uh, okay. and there's something I need to grab real quick, and instead of leaving him outside in the hot car, okay, you know, but that's an exception with, to the rule. We're yeah, talking about people yeah, that this travel. Yeah, yeah. This isn't my daily yeah. routine. It's something. Oh, I need to go grab this. I'm going to take him in because I know he's well behaved. Right. That dog. When to set the context, it was 
a very cold day outside. So it wasn't going to like, you know, heat up or freeze to death. It was enough where the dog would have been comfortable in the, in the car. But you got to think about the most common dogs I see that people walk around. You got the chihuahuas, you got the poodles. They're walking around in a store. These with. are all big dogs. I'm like, talking about the ones that are like sneak them into grocery stores. Oh, I see them all the time. It drives mm-hmm. me nuts. I'm like, why do you yeah, come on lady? I mean, I know your poodle's hair matches yours. You got, the, you got the poof hair, but right. you know you ain't got to bring them into the store with you. Yeah, oh, the old WalMarts. In oh Target. yeah, yeah. We just feel like we're entitled to take our dog anywhere we want. And by goodness, if somebody tells you you can't do that, then you got to pitch a fit. Mm. It drives me bananas. No I agree. pun intended. I agree. Do you think this guy is going to win this lawsuit? Mm. Uh, I think it comes into our. Are what are the rules for airlines? What are they allowed mm. to do? What they can and can't do? I think if it comes out that yeah, they're allowed to vet these animals and nobody bothered to run a check on it, and that animal has a history, somebody's going to write a check. Mm. I, I think it. I think it's going to come out the dog was probably not a service dog. Oh yeah, because I've seen some service dogs who they don't give a flip about what's around them. Yeah. They right. only care about the person they're supposed to. What they're trained to do. Yeah, trained to do. Yeah. So for the the dog to have attacked someone, either a the guy was being a jerk to the dog, to, like aggressive to the dog, mm-hmm. or B, this dog was not a service dog and just, uh, you know, someone ordered a yeah. uh, service dog uh, uniform from Amazon Prime. I don't so. think that was the case. It, from what it sounded like in the article, that it's just an emotional support dog and that they said, this is my emotional support dog. It's going to come with me on the flight. Wow. And they said, okay. So yeah, see, I that, that's a problem what, for me. You sh- I, 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 this comment is not made for the – People who have true PTSD. Sure. Okay. 100%. So PTSD, like people who have, that really honestly need something that they feel they connect with. I'm talking about the people that try to skirt mm-hmm. that. Uh, right. Like the people that bring emotional peacocks and goldfish and things like that. Right. People that try to skirt this little loophole that people who truly need something out mm-hmm. there, um, those are the jackholes that ruin it for everybody else. Sure. I mean, come on. Honestly, for the people that have just said, hey, I need an emotional support animal, but really don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. Driving a car, if you got to have your dog with you that bad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just I, I'm not calling life. names, but I know people that have taken flights with their dog, saying it's an emotional support dog because they didn't want to kennel the dog for X amount of days sure. that they've gone. I, see, you know? I can't stand that. Just yeah. be up and up about it. Yeah. Pay the extra fl- the extra money to... Or board your dog. Board the dog or p- play, pay the extra to put him underneath and fly him over there. Like, yeah. don't say it's your mo- emotional support dog. And there's emotional support squirrels, peacocks, what have you, parrots. I think mm-hmm. we, we did a story on that. Yeah. How about that we just have emotionally crazy people? Yes. Mm. Let's deal with that. And, I mean, you know, sooner or later, you, we have to accept that there are varying degrees of people who just can't deal with the world we've created. Mm. And if they can't deal with it and they've got to make up these crazy, oh, I need an emotional support peacock. Mm-hmm. I mean, what car, what pharmaceutical cocktail are you on to even come up with that? <laughs> yeah, and it's it's just got to. I mean, it's got to end somewhere. I mean, some, yeah. we can't even call abnormal abnormal anymore. It's like there's so many abnormal 100. that there's just no rhyme or reason. Right. It makes no sense to me. Yeah, sometimes you just. There are things you can't do. You got to know do. your limits, exactly. Yeah. And and if just because you may have some limits that other people don't, that's okay. Yeah. Like it's okay. You're all right. And right. The entire world should not have to accommodate your limits, right? Look, 
I'm a biggin. If I got to write, you know, buy two seats on the plane, I got to buy two seats on the plane. That's my choice. That's my my deal. I got to deal with it. So anyway, I just thought it'd be interesting to talk about. I, I agree. I mean, I think it, 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 so it's funny how many topics that we talk about on the show that always come back to mental. <laughs> just have common sense, y'all. Common, lack of common sense. Right. <laughs> or the. Or the proliferation of mental illness. Yeah. If you want to call it mental illness. I mean, some people, I, I'm not sure it all is mental illness. I think some Or just, just people trying to, to, trying to be sharp. Find a loophole due mm-hmm. to, due to other people's mental illness. Yeah. Cause you trying know, people to be sharp. Are, yeah. Trying to be cool. Yeah. Look or at their me. sense of entitlement. Mm-hmm. I want what I want and I don't care yeah. what I have to do to get it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Welcome to our new world, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, well, we're going to take a break and when we come back, we have Brandon Crouch. He is, the host of the Appetite for Discussion on States Vegas Radio. So we'll be right back. You're listening to the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Southern Fry Philosophy Podcast. On today's show, we have uh, one of our, I guess, partners and loose partners in crime on States Vegas Radio, uh, Brandon Crouch. He has a small little show that's growing super fast called Appetite for Discussion. Uh, I guess... You probably picked that up from Appetite for Destruction, right? Uh, absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's no hiding that. You got your. Sh- you, do you have shirts that actually? Is I have shirts that mimic, have a, mimic, mimicked after the uh, not the album cover, but you know it has a, a podcast of Mike and says Appetite for Discussion. Around that's awesome, it. man. That's and what we need. We need to get big like that. Yeah, that one like, of these days, the Mike hats. Okay. What do they call those? Mic hats? And you know, they come out to interview and they have a little square thing around the mic. And they're like, oh, oh, like the promo boxes. When he was on two weeks ago, called those Mike flags. Oh, Mike yeah. Flags. There it is. Yeah. Okay. I like that. I thought they were okay. called Mike Condoms, but you know, whatever. <laughs> Careful. It's a family <laughs> show. For your protection. <laughs> hey, it's going to be safe. <laughs> so anyway, like I said, he has, a discu- uh, he has a show called Appetite for Discussion. You can find him on the Facebook Lives. Uh, you can go to States Vegas Radio. Um, what days do you air again? So we record on Tuesday nights, and uh, you can find my show uh, on the YouTube channel, Appetite for Discussion. And you can also find it on all of your major podcasting platforms good yeah I, it's been an interesting show i've been able to catch it for probably the last five or six weeks now and um i think the first one one of the first ones i joined on was just a, a it, just an interesting discussion and i and i fully believe what brandon talks about is uh having a forum to talk and not getting at each other's throats and you can shake hands before and then also shake hands afterwards and go have a beer or, or an adult beverage or a glass of tea whatever your denomination says you can do and <laughs> you know just you but you civil discourse is is something we're kind of starting to lack. And I, sure. I love being able to have educated conversations with people still, and uh, sometimes we just can't have that anymore. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, that's one thing I really appreciate about your show. I, I apologize for taking up the Facebook Live sometimes with the, all my questions, but that is what it is. So. No, man, I appreciate it. Thank you guys for the uh, compliment, and thank you guys for having me on. I appreciate it, and uh, it's an honor. And, all right. uh, yeah. Well, where we always start. Why in the hell would you just start a podcast? <laughs> well, you know, it's a good question, right? And a lot of people have asked me, you know, why would you do that? And, um, 
you know, for I travel quite a bit, and um, I was sitting around a few few things. I was sitting around, and I noticed in restaurants and hotels and airports that people sit there and they're stuck in their phones, man. Nobody's talking. Mm-hmm. You know, you got families or guys out to lunch, and they're just sitting there not communicating. And um, I just think that's a it's going to become a lost art form, like the handwritten letter. Right, we're all going to be sitting there texting and using. We're going to be talking in emojis before you know it. Oh, sure, you know, and um, going to go back to the hieroglyphics. It's from, true though, from right? It's all going to come full yeah. circle. You just can't <laughs> use the OK symbol anymore. Upside down. Right, it, <laughs> that's exactly right. You can't. But I'm. You know, that's another subject. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, and it's something I, you know, I'm interested in talking to people, and I enjoy talking uh, to folks. And we, I think everyone has a story, and I think uh, you know, regardless of um, where people come from and what their background is. Everyone has a story that they they can tell that's interesting. Absolutely, and um, I like to hear it. I like to hear good stories. I like to hear people tell um, some tales, and you can learn from folks, you know. And that's the thing. Once we stop communicating, we stop learning from one another. Mm. And with this past election um, season, you know, there were uh, regardless of who you voted for or who you didn't, you know, there were people who voted for Trump that weren't invited to family christmas mm. and thanksgiving and uh, mm. i just think that's completely ridiculous you know we can have we're humans right and uh we have the ability to talk to one another and we can agree and we can disagree but we can still be family and friends and so i just told my wife i was like you know i want to start a podcast and we'll just see what kind of happens and where it goes and uh you know the first uh, episode was uh, my cousin coming on talking and uh he had a few beverages and he ended up, you know, hurling the chicken wings into the trash can. Uh, <laughs> that's an excellent podcast. Yeah, yeah, well, that's what I thought too, you know. And then and it's kind of grown, you know. And you know, I feel very fortunate and and um, I'm happy where the direction is going. You know, within the last month, we've had um, I've had the fortunate opportunity to have uh, Charlie Engel, who is a world class ultra runner, best selling author. Uh, come on the show, uh, Matt. That was, a, that was a good interview. Yeah, and Matt Damon produced a documentary about him running the Sahara, and he's got this new project called Project Five Point Eight, where he's going to go from the Dead Sea to the top of uh, Mount Everest. And uh, you know, the point of that is, is the, the difference in elevation is five point eight miles, and we That's all live yeah. in that five point eight realm, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. All of us humans are we're in that same uh, space, and we have to learn how to share it. Um, and you know, it had Jeff Ryan on, who's a well sought after. Uh, uh, shock manufacturer for the last 30 years he designed uh, a shock that's been used in nascar and indycar open car uh motorcycles and all sorts of stuff and uh, he's done a lot of cool stuff worked with elon musk on the hyperloop and uh, some spacex uh stuff and uh with the military and and making the shocks for knee braces and he said no to a lot of different interviews and podcasts but he said yes to mine so i appreciate him wow that's awesome man. coming on for that and um you know just this past week we had you know marcus lamonis the ceo of you know camping world and he's on the hit show on cnbc the prophet you know he called in and spoke with me and julius right now um for our listeners especially not in this charlotte metro greater metro area what why did you have him on for the show so uh yeah for those who don't know there's a there's a big controversy so a little backstory camping world uh flies one of their brand symbols is a huge 40 by 80 american flag um and that's part of their their brand and there's roughly about 12 cities i believe around the country who have a problem like it's a city ordinance issue the flag's too large and states will just happen to be one of those so <clears throat> this rule came about arbitrarily this uh, city ordinance in 2014 before camping world put up their 40 by 80 american flag and uh, they had made a change to the city ordinance uh, increasing 
the original uh, size up to 25 by 40. Well, uh, that's not what Marcus flies. He flies the 40 by 80. He's not going to fly anything smaller. So um, he they started flying the flag, and apparently there was an agreement reached uh, by Camping World in the city to the new flag size that was signed. Marcus says that he didn't sign it. Someone on their behalf signed it. Then he would have never signed it because that's not – not what they that's not what they fly Uh oh right so um they've been finding him 50 bucks a day since october and the fine is now about twelve thousand dollars and it started Mm. making uh, national news so um and it's i think it's making our city it's not making statesville look good Mm -hmm. right because the the talk is not the ordinance the talk is the city is not allowing an american flag to fly Okay, there's a little bit sure. more behind yeah. it than that, but that's the gist of it, right? And, and everybody wants the American flag to fly, right? So, uh, I tweeted at Marcus early that morning. And I uh, text my buddy and told him, you know, I was like, "Hey, you know, local statesful guy, I have a statesful podcast. I have a type for discussion. Love to have you on to talk about it mm. and uh, get your side of the story and um, open invitation, phone interview, whatever you want to do." So I text a buddy of mine, Kevin Head, and uh, he texts him, you know, come on the show, whatever. I text Julius, and Julius texted him and basically said the same thing and whatnot. And so actually Marcus ended up replying back to Julius and told him he would call in. So I was doing wow. a show that night, and uh, Julius saw the the, uh, the text, or actually it was a tweet, and uh, kicked me under the table and was like, look. You know? <laughs> and I was like, he was like, what are we going to do? And I was like, we're going to answer the phone. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> right, sure. <laughs> if the man actually calls, you know. So, and if you've ever watched the show, uh, The Prophet, you know, I, Marcus, I believe, is a man of his word. And if he says he's going to do something, he's going to do it. And uh, he did it. So he called in. And, you know, he didn't have to do that. And I've said this before. Mm. You know, this, he can go on CNN, CNBC, MSNBC, ABC, Fox, or whatever. And as a matter of fact, he did our show and the next on Tuesday night and the next morning he was on Fox Business giving them a, an interview, hmm. you know, but he gave our little show and our little station an opportunity to get his word out to the people on his side of the story. And um, I just appreciate him him doing that. You know, like I said, sure. he has a reach that none of us will ever know. Sure. So he can go anywhere any, to talk to anybody and say what he has to say. So, but of course, this, this show will air on a Monday. OK, so uh, so I get, as of right now, Statesville has agreed to allow him to fly the flag yeah so uh literally as i'm coming into the studio there was a um there was a facebook post that says the city has decided if i can find it here uh that they're they, they're going to make an amendment or something to that effect and uh i think the flag is going to be able to to stay and fly uh mm-hmm. i haven't read the details of it. like i said i was just pulling in and someone sent me the um said you know good job uh, the city of Statesville has decided the flag is going to get to stay. I'm sure there's probably a couple caveats in oh, there yeah, or, always you know, of where maybe location of where the flag is going to be able to right. be flown or whatnot. But if if it's true, I hope so. And I would like to say uh, a special thank you to the to the folks on the council that uh, voted for it. I know there's some people who still may feel like you know rules are rules, but I feel like that's right. But there's also there's right and there's wrong, and there's some common sense. Also, well, also a little context too for our obviously our listeners that are not here. We um, we just had a right outside in the same county that Statesville's in is Iredale County here in North Carolina, and uh, we had a, uh, a officer for the Mooresville Police Department that was just shot. So this also comes on the back of that. So where you've had um, a couple of weeks of just emotional support in Iredale County for a fallen officer, and then all of a sudden Statesville uh, City Council trying to. Um, hit, you know, basically whack off the knees of the American flag and blah blah blah. So sure. I mean, it kind of, I kind of just, I'm sure that kind of 
probably raised him more more ears than normal with all that happening. Yeah, I think that has something to do with it, and I think honestly, um, I th- I think I could be wrong. No, not, we're definitely not the show and the station's definitely not trying to take any credit. But I think Marcus coming on to our show and actually giving an interview, and it was thirty minutes. Mm. Um, I think that changed a lot of minds who oh, are wow. maybe on the fence, and it opened up it opened up people to see a different side of the story. Gotcha. You know, and that's what my show is all about. Sure. You know, again, we can agree to disagree, but you know, I may be able to change your opinion on something. Right. And you may be able to change my opinion. On what something. was the biggest? Uh, what was the biggest drawback besides? You know, you, you're, he's breaking the law. What, I mean, what was the biggest? Well, no one can really tell you why the ordinance was put in place in the first place. But I will tell you some of the biggest concerns people had. Uh, one of the concerns was, well, if we allow him to fly a flag of that size, then anyone can fly a flag that size. For example, they can fly a swastika flag, or they can fly an ISIS flag. And you know what? They're right. However, like I asked Marcus on the interview, mm. in the 187 towns that you're in, how many ISIS flags and, and swastika flags have you seen that are 40 by 80 flying? And the answer is zero. And I think the people in the city of states will need to realize someone right now could fly 25 by 40 ISIS and swastika flag and you can't do anything about it. Right. Yeah. So yeah. if well, they were going on, to. Hold on. The city can't do anything about it, but. You'd have vigilante justice. Because I'm pretty sure you couldn't have a Nazi swastika flag flying over the local Dunkin' Dunkin' Donuts. It wouldn't be there long. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, well, well, that's true. But but the point of that is, was if if someone's going to fly, we'll call it a flag of sure. hate. Okay? Sure. If they're going to fly that, they're going to fly it now because they can. Right, right. Right. So it's not like 40 by 80 is the trigger. Right? That's what broke the chains, and now I can go fly that flag. Right, right. Another thing that kept people from will stop people from doing that. The flag pole that supports a flag that size, Marcus says, costs ninety thousand dollars. The flag itself costs thirty thousand dollars, and they replace it annually. So a hundred and twenty thousand dollars will stop you from flying a flag that size, unless you're just independently wealthy, right? Mm. You know, obscenely wealthy. Right. Sure. right. Yeah, you so, can just drop it on a flagpole on the flag. Yeah. All right. It's I'm, not like you can go to the old Home Depots and get that. You know? Yeah. You, no, it's not Amazon. Happen. How much is a giant middle finger to put up? Remember that story in <laughs> yeah, New Hampshire? Yeah. <laughs> you know, someone actually brought up a good point to me last night. Uh, my neighbor, you know, he said, you know, what if somebody actually had the, you know, cojones to fly something like that? Right. He's like, it's actually, not, it, it is a bad thing, but it would let you know where somebody stands and mm. who they are and to stay away from. Oh, yeah. So imagine if people did put up a bunch of little flags of hate, you know. And that's one, yeah, but kind of on just the uh, – um, more maybe on a more of a microcosm level. Mm-hmm. That's the reason why I, I hate when Facebook bans people. That's right. Because I yeah. want to see what they represent. I want to see. Yeah, let's see. It, yeah, if they're if they're dressing up and making fun of other races, or mm-hmm. if they're out there spewing their vitriol, I want to see that. Why why ban it from me? Because I want to know who the, yeah. the the kid is bagging my groceries. I want to know the lady next door to me. Mm-hmm. I, you know. These are all the things. I want so. to peek behind the curtain. Exactly. What's going on over there? I want to there? see where the sausage is made. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know, interesting about Facebook, uh, Julius and I shot I was shot really up. hoping you were going to say interesting fact about sausage making. Because <laughs> that didn't work out. <laughs> That's on the next show. That's, right. that's my, you know, it gets me back in. Sure. Um, so I posted one minute video of, of uh, Julius and myself kind of explaining, like, you know, kind of breaking news. Marco Simonis came on the show talking about the American flag, blah, 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 blah. And I tagged a ton of people in it because I was trying to really get the word out. Mm-hmm. And... Um, that video is no longer available to be viewed. Oh, really? And I found that out last Ooh. night. And Conspiracy I'm thinking, theory. well, but why? 
Mm-hmm. You know, it's not, right. on my, it's not, you know, it says uh, content not available, maybe taken down by the owner, blah, blah, blah. Well, I'm the owner. You and I can take it down. And I can tell you, I didn't take it down. Oh. Dude, there's a Facebook live video of me videotaping my kids, like, slip and slide and still on Facebook from, you know, 2006. Yeah. I don't know why they would do that. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's, you know, I don't know. Like I said, I'm not the smartest dude in the world, so maybe I did something we'll wrong. We'll start making but. anti-Zuckerberg uh, <laughs> Facebook videos and just posting them. So. The video is being taken down, mm-hmm. and the easy way to do it is flag it for copyright content. And it gets flagged and taken down until somebody manually reviews it. So if somebody didn't like your video, they can say, oh, this may be a copyright infringement. They'll report it to Facebook. Facebook will pull it down until somebody, the algorithm will pull it down until somebody reviews it and goes, oh, he owns that content. Let me put it back up. Unless you complain, they probably will never. Well, I'll try to figure out. I'll find the one eight hundred number and and give them a call. (laughs) Um, But you know, but but that's the problem with the machines, right? It's an algorithm. You know, there's there's that there's not that human behind it going. Wait a minute, that's Brandon. He's wearing the appetite for discussion shirt. He's with the state's Vegas radio symbol in the background. This is where they do their shit. You know, so there's seems like there's a there's a flaw in the system. Sure. I'm sure there's more so than a of, couple yeah. flaws. Yeah, I would say it's not so much a flaw in the system. I think it's a directive uh, from on high on Facebook to censor certain content. Well, I think you are 100%. And we've seen, you know, look, we all know they can say it's not true or not. But, you know, conservative thought and conservative platforms are being censored on multiple platforms, you know, across social media, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook. So, yeah. But interestingly I, enough, Instagram still has the video. So, really? Huh. Hmm. How about you? Well, but just talking about things, things being banned, the OK symbol. You know, we talked yeah. about people getting banned mm-hmm. from stadiums. Now they have the, I think Tim Cook announced that the, the new face or new I, I can't talk today. The new iPhone update will have, no longer have the OK emoji. Me. That's oh, what I read. Wow. Is it not crazy that huh. a nut punch game has turned into, <laughs> is t- turned into this, you know, was it white powers? Is that what they're yeah, supposedly what, yeah. means? Right. But oh, if no. you hold it a certain way, right, right that's what right. it's supposed to mean? Yeah. You're doing it in the studio, and I'm looking at you, seeing if you look at it, because I'm going to punch you if that's good. No, I, I'm not. See, <laughs> see, I grew up. Yes. I grew up with right. the major little games, so sure, I'm not, right. not going to look at <laughs> you it. You kind of yeah. know what's going on. I'm not looking. <laughs> I would have never. I mean, like, who took, that's, how did that even come about, that that's, a, that, that's what that well, supposedly here, means? here's where some of these things happen. That that's the question. Is how who who's the the person that is declaring on high? This is what this means now. Well, some of this happens in the internet world, like on 4chan or Reddit. Reddit. Like 4chan. 4chan just had a has a new movement right Didn't now. Didn't he just drop a new album? Oh, that's 4chan. Two chains. I don't listen to K-pop. Yeah. Anyway, so okay. uh, a, lot, a lot of the stuff like uh, 4chan, these trolls come up with ideas. Their newest one is. The, the hashtag symbol is white supremacy. I don't know if you've oh, seen this or not. Have you seen this, Marty? All right. So uh, okay. the new one is 4chan is trying to get the hashtag symbol banned. And it is the most <laughs> ingenious thing. Obviously, if you think about it, it is ingenious because a lot of social media algorithms and stuff, now you have to have the yeah. hashtag in it sure. to be part of that, that group. Yeah. So 4chan successfully gets this thing going. I think it's going to be phenomenal before chance also had several other great uh, trolling things one of the best ones ever was the the free bleeding movement oh my gosh where the yes. la- where the ladies were celebrate mm. celebrate your time of the month oh, and Lord. that started that started all, the the movement started on 4chan so can it, you can you explain to people what 4chan is because there's a lot of people that don't know 
I don't know, even know either. Now, the 4chan is this um, internet board that you can post things. You can post, mm-hmm. uh, be honest with you, 4chan is more for uh, trolls, more for uh, misinformation, information. I mean, they've actually done some pretty cool things. I don't know if you remember the uh, 2016 meme war where they were just uh, Pepe the Frog. A meme for a Trump election, things like that came out of 4chan. Uh, they came up with a lot of great memes for the 2016 election. So anyway, 4chan is just a collaboration. It's basically an image board uh, for the interwebs where people can go on there and post anonymously. Um, and 4chan took down the Shia LaBeouf uh, uh, flag. I don't know if you remember that. Oh, where, uh, that's right. He, he, will not, uh, he will not defeat his flag or whatever the Shia LaBeouf had. 4chan is the one... The, the group of four chaners actually found the flag like in Serbia or whatever, mm-hmm. based off the of wind directions and airline patterns and things like that. So, <laughs> I don't want to piss these guys off. Sure. In fact, if I could piss them off to make our make our iTunes ratings better, I would like great. any four chaner out there to do that. It'd be great. Ha- hashtag uh, SFP yeah, Radio. Yeah. So for, it's basically oh no, now we're all racist. It's, it's basically a forum board for <laughs> po- to be able to post that, post things. So. Okay. But it, it could be misinformation. It could be information it could be real you just don't yeah, know yeah yeah i mean but it's divided into specific basically two specific groups for 4chan uh, mm-hmm. i'm more familiar with reddit you know cuz reddit you can have mm-hmm. subtopic reddits and th- reddits and things like that so um before 4chan it's, it's i don't know it they've done some master trolling and like i said the free bleeding the shia LaBeouf, uh uh, now taking trying to take down the hashtag symbol. I mean, they've done some, some so, creative things. So it's a group of uh, an organization of people that may give you true information and then may give you false information just to get you all in a panicky mode. Exactly. Like for example, I, so it sounds most, a whole lot most, like Fox News. <laughs> it sounds like it just <laughs> right? sounds like news, <laughs> right? Just news in general. Yeah. So, um, but for no, the best example I can give you is this, this free bleeding movement. I keep 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 going back to it. But Please, either, I, I also hate you going back to that. <laughs> in two thousand in two thousand four, there was a story of, a, of a, a woman runner, marathon runner, and she all of a sudden had time of her month while she was running the marathon. Well, instead of stopping. She decided to run the whole marathon like that to highlight women in poverty areas or homeless women that may not have the ability to take care of that. So fast forward to 2012 or 14, 4chan grabs over the story and reinvents it to where all of a sudden you had women, uh, to shout out your feminism, decided to do the same thing. So all of a sudden you had just this loose group of women out there. Mm-hmm. Demonstrating their time of the month, so that, that was an excellent trolling event. So they took us, they took a true story and then trolled it. So, so what are your thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like maybe the people who did that should have maybe done a little bit more research because they were being trolled. Because I feel like there were obviously there were women who did that, but were they doing it under the right pretense though? I think it, I think it, what it does it just it gives us a cross section of how gullible people can be sure. right, in our society because. You see it on Facebook. You see it on the Twitters. You see it on the Instagram where people will repost something in a hurry. Mm-hmm. You know, it may have a great clickbait title or something like that. But you're talking about Facebook and people trolling and people uh, uh, clickbait. People share the onion so much and think that it is oh, yeah. real. Like they don't even read it's the onion. Yeah. They have no idea well, better that yet, it's a joke. Better yet, Babylon B. Uh, yeah. I, I got well, That's a new one for me. I don't know what Babylon B right, is. Babylon B is the. Is the oh, kind of Lord. a Christian it's kind of a Christian Christian of humor onion. of Onion? Yeah. Oh, dude, they have some classic titles on there that um, just I mean they'll make you crack up. So you have to, you have to subscribe. I don't, it don't matter if you go to church or not. Babylon B. Babylon is, B. Babylon B is 
there's a there's just something going around right now. And I don't even know if it's a like it might be a yeah. hoax as well. But they Babylon B got a, a letter from Snopes saying one of their articles had been fact checked and proven false. <laughs> so here's Funny. here's the headline from Babylon B: Man vows to love people who are different than him if he ever meets one. <laughs> no. It's just it's a great it's a great source for just clean clean satire. Yeah. Um, it, it, but it's slow getting. After after being told to go find his shoes, a local boy miraculously got struck with blindness like Saul on the road road to Damascus. <laughs> Just speaks to us. She does kids. So, um, man, they, I think the first one was after Hurricane Katrina. Not Katrina, but um, what was the one in Houston? Is you kidding me? Groot oh, in hot water after recent I am Groot comment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. What, I, what the, right, I got to stop. Uh, Harvey. Okay, Hurricane Harvey yep. hits Houston. Yeah. Well, uh, you remember Joel Osteen would not open the basket of the Rockets Arena. Well, there was <laughs> a right. there was a Babylon B uh, that had an article that said uh, Joel Osteen takes his yacht out to hand out massive copies of like "Live Your Best Life," and, <laughs> and that's what put them really on the stage. Was that one? Yeah. The headline. Everybody started following them. But there. you know, it, it is funny because my wife and I, when we have discussions about things, we have to specify. Uh, I read this article or I just read the entire article, not just the headline. Like we have right. to make that distinction. That's I saw important. the headline versus I read the actual article. But we, but we hit clickbait that hits our confirmation bias. You know, if, oh, we, sure. if we lean in one boat or not Absolutely. or another, we, we, on, that's the reason why clickbait's designed that way. And yeah. an article could be totally skewed a different way, but we hit that clickbait title if it confirms our confirmation bias. Well, and we also get stuck in that echo chamber, right? Where we keep, you know, we only listen or watch those People things that, that echo we, what we think. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's where you got to be careful. I try my best to, you know, try to put my feet in the pond of the other opinion and what and listen to what they have to say. There are times where I have to walk away because I'm like, there's no way you believe what you're saying. Mm-hmm. You know, I agree. And, and that can right, and that can happen on both sides too. Because there's there's you know some conservatives. I'm like. What? There's no way you believe what you're saying. Mm. Um, but you have to. Otherwise, you're in your same little echo chamber, and what you're complaining about on the other side, you're doing the same thing. Sure. Yep. So, but but yeah. it's invaluable to listen to other people's opinion that you don't agree with. Sure. Um, like J- uh, JT shared a book with me, which we were supposed to talk about sometimes. One of these days. And um, I, I had the opinion of going in that I knew that I would not like this book. Mm-hmm. Um, and I... But I read it because he challenged me to, because um, it's not how I see the world. Um, it's not how I've experienced the world. But I want to read it through someone else's eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, but it gave me great material to highlight. I mean, I highlighted the whole book, or not the whole book, but I highlighted a lot of passages. But also, it either A, digs you in deeper to your to your um, conviction, mm-hmm. or it does open it up to look through some other people's eyes. And it, I have been changed by other people's opinions, not you know, going to the dark side or anything like that, but it allows you to see how people view things through their, their lens of their eyes. So and that's the last time I'm going to give you um, green eggs and ham. One fish, blue fish. Well, I think listening to other people also helps you develop compassion mm-hmm. because you get the viewpoint of, I may disagree with you and your opinion, but if I know your story, I know how you got to that opinion. That's mm-hmm. right. And I can have compassion for you and how you got there. And that's a whole different topic of, that's a whole different way of communicating with somebody if you can understand where they're coming from. I may, like I said, disagree with you all day long, but I know the background of how you got there. Mm -hmm. And that makes it all a lot easier for us to talk to each other now. 
Right. But back it up, you said, listen. That's a power that we don't even have now you know, of learning how to listen. And that's part of, you know, a hashtag I started. Um, the, white, the white supremacist hashtag got you. <laughs> Am I okay? <laughs> no, it's hashtag listen, laugh, and learn. And I feel if we can do, you mm-hmm. know, if someone listens to the show and they take away, you know, one of those three, you know, we're doing something right. Sure. So, absolutely. Hopefully. And isn't that interesting that you have to say, hey, we need to listen to each other coming from a podcast that's just talking the whole time, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, but people, people are tuning in because they, they value sure. your opinion. Yeah. So, and maybe love to hear your voice. I don't know. Maybe. Speak a side note. Uh, we've had you know the the foster kid, mm-hmm. um, and he's he's now addicted to the Sleep Whisper podcast. Oh, jeez. He's he's. Loving Have you heard that. about those, Brandon? No, I haven't. All right. So there's this whole segment. Uh, it's a really fast growing segment on podcast. I uh, call ASMR, and it is basically just this sensory. Uh, Ovaries, God, can we, ovaries? You said ovaries. ovaries? <laughs> well, he said ovaries. Maybe, maybe minus the ovaries, but it's a um, a listening sensory, uh, uh, basically just stimulates the neurons in your brain, fires mm-hmm. electronic or electrodes, whatever they call it in your brain. <clears throat> anyway, there's various podcasts, and some of them are downright creepy. There's a guy who uh, basically whispers uh, short stories to you to you fall asleep. Or driving, I don't know. I'm going to write this down because I'm yeah, going to listen to. There's a there's a whole lady there's a lady on on the Facebooks man. She probably has a half a million followers, and she does pay prescriptions of uh, subscriptions to um, listening to the things of her rubbing her nails and. That's so weird. Oh yeah, people are people are like caught up in it. Man. But have you seen the lady who brushes her hair? Uh, see, that's the same one of the same thing. Yeah. If you saw the lady eating celery and peanut butter, the uh, black lady who was. <laughs> No, she's eating like celery and peanut butter. She has her own channel. Dude, I just say hashtag. Here we go. And she records that. Yeah, and she listen. Oh yeah, she. she, I think last time I saw one of her, her, the the video where. All right, here we go. This is so creepy in my headphones, man. Right. Oh yeah, it's creepy without without your headphones. No, the the lady who did that with the cucumbers and pickles. I think she, that one video had almost 8 million watchers. Keep in mind, Harris over here for Sleep Whispers, shout out to him. He's Right now, he's on 169 episodes. It's just cranking them out. 166 is uh, soothing words with the letter T. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> but see, and this guy's probably, I mean, he's probably, he's killing it. Yeah, he's oh, yeah. probably he's making money hand it. over fist. I think the way we should do appetite for dis- discussion um, in whisper mode one day. You know what? I tell you what. You guys, open invitation, come on the show. At the entire show, we're going to whisper. Oh, man, that would be horrible. I don't know. It might be kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> and it's hard. We actually tried to do the show like that one time, and it was so hard to do it. Just uh, imitating him. It was, it was crazy. Now, what would make it fun is, you know, if it was a uh, non-family episode, every time someone laughed or spoke, like I'm talking now, you mm-hmm. take a drink. That'd be good. Oh, there it is. Right that there. Would be a PG, that's a PG thirteen episode, right? Yeah, that's okay. a, a SFP after dark. All I know is, all it is, we do a, we do an appetite for discussion whisper episode, and Lam- uh, Marcus Lamontis is going to call you back. Like, I, I got to invest some money in this idea. I love it. <laughs> I love your whisper cast. Poli- politics whispered. <laughs> whisper, laugh, and learn. Yeah, he, he's he's got one hundred and forty nine Patreons with five hundred and eighty eight dollars a month. Wow, I'm just saying. What are we doing wrong? You're clearly doing uh, something wrong. Well, we need to do the whispering. <laughs> We've talked about this before. Something. I don't know. All right. Well, that's enough of that. 
All I'm right, just so, fascinated by him. So what? Uh, obviously, you do this podcast. You do this yep. uh, live video. And once again, that's um, Appetite for Discussion or Estates Vegas Radio. You can download the app or you can go to their Facebook page and they can check them out. What do you you go live one night? So Julius, uh, he has his own show, and he actually uh, owns the States Vegas uh, radio studio. So he does mainly his Facebook lives, and he has a States Vegas radio YouTube channel as well. I don't do as much Facebook live. We've done a couple uh, just to you know get people curious and interested and try to draw them to the YouTube channel mm-hmm. and to download the podcast. Um, but I record usually uh, every Tuesday night. Um, you know, life happens, right? People, sure. You know, yeah. life gets in the way of doing fun stuff. But um, and uh, we usually upload the episode the next day or two. Uh, so usually it's three to four episodes a month. You know, and um, and we again, that's, that's pretty good. Like you yeah. said, it's it. You have life that happens. I mean, yeah, and and you know, thank you too hard. to Julius and States Vegas Radio for giving me an opportunity to come on there. And uh, without them, there I would probably still be in my. Li- Actually, I wouldn't. The, the show would be over. Because there's no way my wife would let me have 41 people over at the house in the living room while the kids are asleep. She would have been like, okay, well, this little pet project's over. (laughs) And uh, get your ass to bed. Well, mama says, mama goes. Mom mom said that like a little while ago, and I just say, I got to go to the store. Why are you gone for two hours? I don't know. (laughs) It's funny, you know, so I record like, you know, I got a couple sponsors. And so um, when I get back home, I'll record uh, the sponsor stuff and give a little snippet of trying to describe what this latest episode episode was about mm. so when you're doing it you know you might have to do a take or two but you know my voice is typically pretty loud and annoying so um <laughs> when i'm doing i did the first one downstairs and i was trying not to be loud and uh-huh. it just came across weird yeah so now i go in my truck so i'm sitting in the front <laughs> seat of my truck with the laptop and the bluetooth speaker oh, and wow. i'm talking into this microphone oh my gosh and i was uh telling my buddy Kevin, uh, who actually owns the uh, the name States Vegas, uh, I was telling him about it, and he was like, "Dude, you realize your neighbors are seeing you in your truck at ten thirty, and they think with your laptop, and they think you're watching porn." Oh yeah, <laughs> and I was or, like, or Facetime and some other. Some I was other like, you know, your girlfriend. Yeah. I, I yeah. didn't, I, I didn't think of that. I'm really just, I'm really just trying to, you know, record commercials. Sure. That's awesome. <laughs> Good gracious! But maybe, maybe one day we'll we'll not have to do that. Yeah, I think I, I think I saw you. Uh, you just started another company, or you- yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, my wife and I, a little over a year ago, we started a uh, junk calling company called uh, Hunk of Junk Calling. Hunk of Junk. Hunk of Junk. That's yeah. right. And you can find us at uh, www dot com. Um, That's pretty cool. So, yeah, man, we stay busy. You know, this has been a busy month for us. Um, we did 25 jobs a month of May. Wow. Um, a lot, out, that's a lot of junk. It's a lot of junk. Mm-hmm. That's right. And, uh, no, it's growing, and it, there's a need for it. And uh, I've been pleasantly surprised, and we just uh, acquired a box truck uh, this past weekend. So people are going to be seeing that on the road with the, the hunk of junk logo wrapped. And, uh, yeah, if anybody needs anything, reach out to us. Um, you can give me a call, 704-657-6778. Um, and it's fun, man. I've always wanted to be my own business or own my own business, mm. you know, try something. Mm. And, um, you know, so this is just a unique – I have to give all the credit to my wife because it was her idea. Mm. Okay? And she actually came up with the name. So I can take no credit other than sure. working like a mule. Mm. <laughs> okay? And doing that. But, you know, it's time for me to uh, get some help and kind of get out of my own way so the business can uh, continue to grow. And uh, hopefully it does well. And, you know, it continues to grow and hopefully the – you know, I want my kids to look at it and say, you know, Dad tried something. Yeah, you know, yeah, and if it grows, yeah. we can maybe leave them them something other than bills. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, I look. I I I love small business and startups. Some of the greatest ideas come from just 
simple seeing a desire or a hole in the market and you can kind of or just eating peanut butter and celery that too but you know it's interesting though i didn't think i would be doing this part of it which is actually kind of giving back which i, I really enjoy that part too because you do come across some stuff that you don't want to throw away to the dump sure. right mm. so um i go and we we donate furniture to fifth street ministries so people who are homeless oh, nice. they um once they are finding an apartment or in a transition, they don't have to live at the shelter anymore. They don't have any furniture. So they can actually go downstairs into the basement and, you know, pick out some furniture nice. for their house. So we try to help with that. So I, that's that's awesome. Yeah. Very you cool. know, it's all about having fun. And, you know, obviously everybody likes to make money for sure. Sure. Yeah. Um, Got to pay the bills, but it's also good to give back to. And uh, no, that's something we, we like that. I'm just going to throw this out there. You may want to consider just throwing this out. Going to the Goodwills where people just dump stuff off and picking that up and taking it. Man, is that I mean, is that, thought. so? Is that stealing? No, absolutely not. You're no. just borrowing. You're going to give back to the community anyway. At some, yeah, that's yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you're like Robin Hood. Mm. You know what? I like it. I mean, I'm just throwing that out there. I, I just would not go in your your labeled box truck. <laughs> you know that's a good point. That's a good point. It's it's you got to rent the U-Haul if you see yeah. something good, rent the U-Haul and then pick that. Or you that just it. take your competitors. I'm not taking. it. I'm borrowing it. Yeah, yeah. it's for the greater good. Yeah, I'm Robin giving it back. Have you had any interesting finds yet? Yeah, as a matter of fact, uh, a couple good finds. Um, I have <laughs> a, uh, a limo golf cart. That was a Whoa. yeah. It's a it's a sweet thing, man. Uh, the kids love it. I have two year old twins, uh, Dempsey and Sullivan. Yeah, they didn't want it anymore, so I took it to a friend of mine's dad, and he he fixed it up, and or cleaned it up, you know. And we just had to put some new batteries in it, put a new windshield in it. Yeah, man. It's uh, I got the logo across the front says "Hunk of Junk Hauling." You know, oh, that's it, awesome. Uh, my wife's like, God, you and your shameless promotion. <laughs> and I'm like, well, look, if, I, if we don't talk about it, who sure. is? No exactly. one's going to know. Yeah, yeah. eventually we won't have to. But um, that that was a great find. That was a that was the find of the year so far. And there's been some good stuff like a telescope. And um, never thought I would want to look at the stars, but I am now. <laughs> That's um, cool. Yeah. It's amazing the stuff that people get rid of, and they mm. just they don't care. Like. I think people get to the point where, like, yeah. I don't care how much we spent on that. Get it out. Yeah. And you, sure. you, sir, junk man, do what you want with it. Yeah. I don't care. Just get it out. So, you know, that's uh, – yeah, we feel that need. We See, went yes. through that about uh, six, eight months ago. We bought a new house and moved. And mm-hmm. we hadn't moved in 20 years. I've been in the same house for 20 years. And I had accumulated stuff. And Dude. I was like – I just had somebody drop a dumpster in my driveway. Yep. And I just went through the house. And if I haven't touched it in a year, unless it has extreme sentimental value, it's going to that dumpster. <laughs> That's what have, I did. have you guys seen? And I think it's going to help the junk world too. Uh, have you seen the Netflix uh, show tidying up, or the, the the Asian lady who comes into people's homes I've, and teaches I've how heard to fold? It. Dude, it's going to change your life because you're going to get rid of so much stuff. You're going to call me to get rid mm-hmm. of that stuff. But I'll see, I also heard Goodwill was complaining about the show because they had an influx of so many donations. Huh. Are they you serious? Could, they could not. They, they were having to take on extra cost to store the items. Hmm. Well, I will tell you this. The Goodwill, I don't feel sorry for them one bit because you give them your stuff for free and they turn around and sell it and make 100% profit. Oh, yeah. So yeah. And, and pay their employees a lot of times dirt. Dirt, yeah. If you ever look at some of the, um, uh, I guess, non-profit, I guess they're a non-profit, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, like the Salvation Army and Yokefella Goodwill, and you look at like how much money they bring in, how much their CEOs make, it mm-hmm. may change your sure. mind of mm-hmm. where you take that donation. Yeah, yeah I think um, the local ministries like Fifth Street, yeah, those are yeah. the places where 
uh, you see the real need going, you know, and I, I, those are the places I would definitely donate to. Mm-hmm, find, mm-hmm. find a local. Or right here in uh, Cabarrus County, we have CBAN, which is the Cabarrus yeah. uh, Violence or Victims Advocacy Network or something like that. So, anyway, basically women who have uh, criminal or domestic abuse perpetrated on them they have a they have a shelter mm-hmm. and where this thrift store helps support that shelter so i you know we donate stuff to them all the time yeah that's my neighbor like literally across the street i oh, really who started that yeah. wow we need to have her on the show yeah good. dude what are you waiting on who passed along to brandon too sure there you go it's always good to have good stories <laughs> yeah. sure sure um are there doing podcasts are there mm-hmm. topics that you just you don't go there like you want to go there but you just don't so I would love to tell you the answer is no. Like I'll go, we'll talk about anything. But being that, um, you know, unfortunately this is not how I make my living mm-hmm. and I am a, you know, a professional in another arena and I have an employer um, and most everybody who comes on my show is the same. So you kind of have to be a little careful yeah. about what you say because, you know, look, I don't ever want to lose my job over something controversial, over sure. something I'm doing that's fun and literally trying to help people. Yeah. I have a good time, but it's also trying to to initiate conversation and discussion, you know, in a, in a good, positive way. I would hate for it to ever be misconstrued and affect my personal life or yeah. someone come on the show who has a small business or they're something in the community and they say something and that it affect them. Mm-hmm. You know, if we were all, you know, independently wealthy and, you know, couldn't care less then i think you have a little bit more free range to kind of say what you really want to you know but there's ways for us to kind of get around that so we all have to be somewhat filtered which i kind of hate that yeah (laughs) in a way yeah i try to keep saying like well like in my own head like i'm like should i say that should i not because you know you could easily just somebody could take that the wrong way listen from work and then all of a sudden now it's yeah well JT's doing hashtags. And or, you know, I could, you know, be on the YouTube channel and look at somebody. Stop it. And give them that. Oh, you're going to punch. Mm-hmm. And give them that symbol. But they're like, oh, did you guys know that he's, you know, white supremacist because he, he yeah. told somebody, dude, I love what you're doing. Yeah. I and didn't look at that one. You didn't. I tried. It was perfect, too. <laughs> sure. I saw a slight twitch in the eye. Though. You're like, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Good well, restraint. Part of the format this though is it gives you a little bit longer form to talk and talk through things, and it's right. not the quick judgment of That's oh, true. you got 140 or 280 characters to express a thought, right. and somebody can immediately take that the wrong way. I mean, there's a back and forth give and take that you can with the podcast. You've got an hour, hour and a half that you can really get into a subject. Absolutely. If somebody wants to understand where you're coming from, they mm-hmm. will. And the people that don't want to understand, well, they're not your audience anyway, right. and you don't really need them. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, but you know, I, I encourage everyone to listen to to all different types of podcasts and platforms because at the end of the day, you're just absorbing content and you're trying to learn from it. You know, yeah. some of it is kind of mindless white noise in the background. Sure, like ASMR. Dude, letters that begin with D. I've got to write that down on the back. Can I have this? By the way, this is for me. Yeah, I forgot your stickers in the car. I'm gonna run the back <laughs> up totally here. Fine. Here's a pen. <laughs> What's that guy's name? It's, it's Sleep Whisper Podcast. Dude, I should have come up with something many years ago that I thought was just completely dumb. Oh yeah, and and like worked on it mm-hmm. and then oh, been sitting on a yacht somewhere because I was whispering in a microphone. Like that. You know yeah. where that idea came from? Is he had several dates fall asleep on him? <laughs> I got to figure out how to make money out of this. <laughs> uh, I wish well, that were true. And it was ridiculous. Is like the, again the the kid watches these stupid, stupid. I, I hate YouTube at this point. These stupid videos, Steve Sharer. 
the the it's not the Doobie Brothers, but it's like the Doober Brothers or something like that. And these guys are making these stupid videos. But then he's like, "Hey, you want to go take a ride in the in the Lambo?" And you and he pulls out of a Lambo and just takes off. And oh, no, trust me, like, the, they're making millions on uh, these stupid videos. How old are your kids? How old are your kids? Uh, they're two. All right, so uh, the, I, hopefully you get cursed the way I did um, by watching these unpackaging videos. No, mm. no, we haven't started that. Okay, well, good. And I don't want to. Good, I'm I'm just going to constantly don't send them to preschool. <laughs> Dude, those that lady was one of the highest grossing yeah. people on YouTube in that category for unboxing toy videos. Y'all. And there's a guy on there who has kind of a uh, kind of a squirmy voice who uh, does it too. And he's like, hey, kids, I'm going to tell you a story today. And, I mean, you're like, oh. Well, a couple uh, of those kids got so big with those unboxing videos that they didn't even have to buy the toys anymore. The manufacturer oh, yeah. shipped oh, yeah. them to them so they would make a video being unboxed. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I am doing something wrong. That's, right. That's, <laughs> we are clearly doing we this are, wrong. Doing something wrong. Listen, all I'm trying to do is get a sleep a sleep number mattress. That's all I'm trying to do. <laughs> Good for you, man. I think, I think we need to do an unboxing video. We just do it whispering. Oh, uh, maybe. What if you did the show from a? Would you let? You should reach out to them and see if you mm-hmm. can do a show from a mattress store mm-hmm. on a sleep mattress. You and Ooh. your underwear laying on it. Oh, that. Dude, listen. Then, then that would turn into the Sleep Whisper podcast. <laughs> that would be the sleep snorer. <laughs> right, right. Where's my CPAP mask? Uh, <laughs> the only sleep whisper my wife gets is the <laughs> in the middle of the night. That's, the, that's me whispering at night. It's your mating call. <laughs> we could unbox bourbon and whisper Ooh, about it. Oh yeah, I like hey, that. There you go. Maybe we should do a, a whispering bourbon bo- uh, bourbon podcast. Yeah. So d- you Not guys me, are though. bourbon drinkers? Yes. Yeah. What yeah. do you like? What's your favorite? Um. Right now, like, like I like the Weller One Hundred and One. Mm. I like that one. Um, the The one that I'm dialed into now is the Seventeen Ninety Two Single Barrel. Okay. Um, for some reason, I'm just really hooked onto that one. What is it about it you like? Um, it's sweet, but it's got a li- it's got you know enough flavor and depth to it that it's not like overpowering, mm-hmm. but there's still something to it. Okay. And it like the small batch is okay, but the single barrel is the one that I really am just. Loving that. Seventeen ninety two. I'll have to check it out. It's a hard one to get. Um, it's it's got a little white. Uh, the the top of it's uh, got a little white wrapper on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a it's a good little bourbon. I like it. It's about thirty nine dollars. Okay. At the ABC store, so it's not super expensive, but it's a good little bourbon. Mm. I'll check it out. What about you? I'm learning. So, yeah. um, about the last eight months or so, I've been trying to learn bourbons and what I like and what I don't like. And I usually go to the the I'll go to the liquor store and I'm I'm a cheap, so I find whatever's thirty bucks and less, you know, below. Mm-hmm. And I, so mm-hmm. I try to find what's on sale. You know, this was thirty four ninety five. Now it's down to twenty nine. I'll get it. Go down you know, to it. Yeah. Um, what I've enjoyed here lately is uh, Four Roses. That was good. Oh yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And um, I actually was, came across uh, some Eagle Rare, which was mm-hmm. very delicious. Yeah. And I can see why there's a lot of people who like to drink on that. Um, something else I thought that was really good uh, a guy who came on the podcast uh, Jeremy Shaw brought some Elijah Craig that was good yeah mm-hmm. that was very good mm-hmm. um, so I, I like those right now yep um, uh, Eagle Rare is a good one um, have you tried the Old Forester 1920 no but I've seen it yeah and that, it one's, that one's pretty cheap and it's it's a good one it's uh, my friend Chris that, that's his go-to now that's he his go-to that. yeah and we've had um uh E.H. Taylor, um, the the single barrel, mm-hmm. um, small batch, sorry. And he likes the seven, the Old Forester 1920 
more than the E.H. Taylor. Really? I, I still like the E.H. It's a little less harsh, but uh, it's still a good bourbon. How do you drink yours? So, y'all, I <laughs> y'all, I was going just straight neat, yeah. but then I've got the big ice cubes, yep. and I'm really liking the big ice cubes. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like the small ones, but the big ice cubes, or just add a little bit of water to it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm a I'm two ice cubes. Okay. And I don't care if I'm drinking bottom shelf or somebody's giving me, you know, uh, like was I like scotch too, like Legavul in sixteen year. Oh yeah, two, you're a scotch guy. Two two cubes of ice, and that's how I like it. Yeah. Rock and rye. Just the fifth of rock yeah. and rye as well. Like drink. <laughs> well, speaking of well, bourbon. I'm on, I'm on bourbon restrictions right now. Yeah, so. yeah, at least on the show. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> speaking of bourbon, we're not going to have a show next week because we're going to be on the bourbon trail. When, is it, when do we leave for that? I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Thursday. <laughs> we can record one third Wednesday, can't we? Uh, the wife has, has put the kibosh on that. Oh. Family time. You know what? So. Speaking, you guys are married, right? Hmm. Unfortunately. Wow. But I do want to say, you know, without the support of your wives and my wife, we wouldn't be able to come out here and do this show and do my show and you guys have your show. Yeah. So, you know, it is, I do appreciate, and I think sometimes the wives get kind of left out a little bit. Marty, you okay over there? I'm good. Okay. Yeah. I was just thinking, I'm laughing because you guys are talking about your wives. And I mean, I come on every once in a while, my wife gives me hell about it sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, when we started this, I was just like, woman, this is what I'm going to do. She's Mm. like, all right. I'm just kidding. She didn't do that. Yeah. I can tell you Mm -hmm. what's going to happen in my house if I start the conversation off with woman. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm running. I'm going to say, woman, I am sleeping on the couch tonight. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) So I'll tell you, I love you. Yeah. Yeah. That's about the only extent of that. So where uh, once again, where can we find you? Yeah, so uh, you can find uh, the show on uh, Appetite for Discussion on all the major podcasting platforms. You can also find all the episodes uh, on the YouTube channel, Appetite for Discussion. Um, there's a web page, too. You can see it on all the links. Um, you can find some merchandise on there. But you can also download the State's Vegas Radio app. And my show airs every Friday at 8 and Mondays, I think, at 6, mm-hmm. um, right after your guys' show. It might be 5 o'clock. Oh, that's terrible. I should probably know that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, download the Stace Vegas radio app. It's 24 hours a day uh, of music, all kinds of genres. And, um, you know, always try to support local. And you guys have a show on there. Your show, your show airs Mondays at 4? Mondays at, four. S- at 6 and then Fridays at 4. So, yeah, I guess right. the numbers messed yeah. up. I know yeah. we're Mondays and Fridays, yeah. Yep. So they go there. Any, any Facebook pages? Uh, yeah, have Instagram? a Facebook page. Yeah, it's a Facebook uh, appetite for discussion. Instagram appetite for discussion, and you can follow me on the Twitter. Um, you can just look it up. Yeah, it's appetite for disgust too. I don't know. Somebody had taken. <laughs> oh, wow. Like, yeah, but uh, yeah, they had could, the idea. They just didn't follow through. They with didn't it. actually. Uh, I think full disclosure. I was trying to figure out how to do the Twitter, mm. and I actually did it mm-hmm. but i forgot and couldn't remember my password ah, nah. before. <laughs> I've, done I've done it before and i was like damn it and it locked me out and it was like you know in order for you to say this is you you have to know the code and like uh-huh. i don't know the code yeah so yeah, you just so created a new one and obviously, nah, obviously, obviously one. if we have any uh big landlords out there in the iredell county rowan county counties around uh states statesville in between charlotte uh this man young man has started his business with hunk of junk holland he'd love to hook mm-hmm. up with you so uh, just to haul away the junk. Just to just, haul away the junk. Hey, yeah. I did that. I I started a business for a kid hauling junk, and we got a contract with the landlord. who had thirty homes, and 
after mm-hmm. one day of hauling out of Section 8 housing, I was like, oh, I'm sorry, you can, you can have it. You can <laughs> so, have it. You can buy me out for $1.99 right now. Because I, I, I didn't get a limo golf cart up, up in Lake Norman area. I got, sure. I got buckets of macaroni and cheese that had larva in it, so that was oh, not my... Well, trust me, I've come across a lot of dirty housing. Man, so <laughs> I'm sure. I bet you have. But anyone could be a junkpreneur if you put your mind there to you it. Go. Mm-hmm. There you go. There you Plus go. Plus, there's some cool finds. So. That's right. Anyway, Brandon, we appreciate you coming on and uh, driving Absolutely. all the way to us. Hey, man, thank you guys. I appreciate it. And thank you guys for what you're doing. And congratulations on uh, shows 100 and beyond. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Beyond. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you. Once again, that was Brandon Crouch with uh, Appetite for Discussion. You can podcast. You can find him on pretty much all the podcast. Jeez, um, oh, I can't even talk right now. I can't man. even get My head to is work. killing me. Yeah. Anyway, you can find him on any of the podcast apps. Um, you can also find him on the States Vegas radio app and uh, the various other Facebooks and social media. So we really appreciate him coming on. As far as our show, please go to iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Pocket Cast. Evidently, a lot I of like me some Pocket Cast. That kind of sounds raunchy. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, you can go to those. You can also go to our website. Um, uh, m- uh, let me back up. You can go to the podcast thing. We would love for you to go subscribe, give us a like, a rating, a review. Uh, share those episodes with your uh, family members that you you deem funny and worthy and to pass along. Um, we, we do appreciate all you new listeners out there, man. Our back catalog has been blowing mm. up. It's kind of yeah. crazy to see that happen sure. uh, for episodes, especially when we made them almost a year and a half, two years ago. It's kind of <laughs> right. crazy to see those hit hit, uh, hit hard. So we also go to our Facebook page at Southern Fry Philosophy, our website at southernfryphilosophy.com, our Instagram and Twitters at the old SFP radio. What else am I forgetting? Uh, I think that's about it. Again, just check us out at States Vegas Radio, 6 o'clock on Monday, 4 o'clock on Friday. You're listening to the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast. And as always, keep looking up. Keep looking up.